I have been a rich man and I have been a poor man and I choose rich every fucking time. <laughs> That is the topic of today's conversation. Tinder, Smolina, swipe right, Mr. Worldwide. I want to clear my name. I want to say to the world, this is not true. Okay, why should you never pay for a premium? Booker T, why do you, what's your take? Why should you never put money into the casino? Mr. Pete, I won't say Mr. Pay to Play. Mr. Anti, Pay to Play. Tell me why Pay to Play hurts you like this. I, I just think, look, pay to play in in particular is just it's just the state of affairs nowadays, right? Like, you speak to a girl in the club and she says that she's not going to holler at you unless unless you sent her an e wallet for two thousand rand. The the game's in a dire state. But in terms of in terms of why you should never pay for these these features is, I mean, first and foremost. <laughs> It's a very specific only, example. Only two thousand. Sorry, wait, this is very okay. Specific. No, you know what? You fuck it. It's it's. It happened to me. It happened to me. It, it happened to me in uh, in uh, in in Sumo once. I just started speaking to a girl, and she was just she was just like, yeah, no, I don't talk to guys un- unless they send me uh, a two thousand rand e wallet. And I was just like, well, what is she a debit order or a woman? Sorry, how can you pay two thousand red? What is is it? Are you speaking to a woman or a debit order? I speak to West Bank. Two thousand red. It was like an insurance policy. No way. It was crazy. I was just here like, are you nuts? What do you mean? Like, what? What comes with the two? Are you going to sit down and give me stock tips? Why? Why am I? Why am I spending two thousand dollars just to talk to you? But I mean, look. First and foremost, I think it hurts your. It hurts your. it hurts your score, right? If you if you're over here paying for these premium features and so on, and secondly, we've just explained what, what the statistics are when it comes to these to these dating apps. You're paying money for a for a losing game, essentially. Um, now, the way that the way that they do this, and it's actually it's quite interesting. Uh, we were speaking a little bit before uh, we started recording about this. Um, I've, been, I've been watching this show that's called Snowfall. Uh, and it's about the the crack epidemic um, and how it started in, in LA and so on. And what they did was they they gave everyone their first hit free to get addicted to it. And then what they do after that is they make they made them pay whatever it was ten dollars whatever for for a um, for a hit. And they do the similar thing when it comes to your your dating apps, such as Tinder, your Bumbles, and so on. They give you some of these extra features. So, for example, um, a boost, which puts you at the top of the stack and makes you a priority profile for people to view for a, sp- a specified period of time. You get that free uh, once a month. Um, super swipes or super likes, whatever they are. Um, you get a limited amount of those for free as well. I mean, even the number of swipes that you're allowed is limited for free. 
because that's what gets you hooked. That's the dopamine. That's the the, the hits, the rush. Uh, and I mean, even when you boost your profile and you can see you're getting so many more matches and so on. And then they say, but if you want more, if you want to do that again, you have to pay for it. Uh, and and again, like we said, you, that payment that you're doing, you're, you're paying for a losing game, essentially. That's why it's, it's always a mistake to do that. Yeah. Booker T, it's also mean reversion, isn't it? Like, I mean, you know, if you are, if you're not a Premier League quality player, my guy, you can, you, they can put, send you out on loan to play in the EPL for one or two games. And maybe you'll have a decent game. But at the end of the day, if you, if you shouldn't be playing at that level, you will, you will get caught out, you will get exposed, and you will get sent on, back on loan to the Belgian League. And that's exactly what happens, right? You get this momentary boost where suddenly, you know, you are, you are swimming with the dolphins. And then once they realize you are a plankton, you are back, they, they send you back to the, the depths of the ocean. You are back there on the seafloor with those, with those weird ass creatures that have never seen light. Because that's where you belong. And, and let's face it. At the end of the day, you have a glimmer of hope because for that 20 minutes that you are boosted, that 30 minutes, you are in a Michelin star restaurant. And after that 30 minutes, you're a rat in a French restaurant. Oui, oui. And you know what? Merci beaucoup. Those are the only two words you know. Give me one more word, I'll give you a hundred bucks in French. Croissant. That's a fucking lot of guys. That's not what you say. Thierry Henry. Très You go and throw out French names. You should have went for the low hanging fruit. Pelle chocolat. You know, that's the other thing. You speak, you know, you can't fucking walk around you know you're with a date and, and you go out there and you're like let's go get a coffee you take it to seattle and then you're out there and you're like can i get a double shot espresso can i get a payload of chocolate and she just looks at you like oh, oh. Fuck, oh whoa imagine payload of chocolate a payload of chocolate on the first imagine date imagine paying 100 a hundred k if you say pain or chocolate you are definitely ending up on a twitter thread are you are Definitely, you are done. You are <laughs> done. Done. You are Archer. done. You can forget about her. My forget about man, all of her mates. You are done. It's in the Fuck group it. chat. <laughs> my man, if you say pale or chocolate, if you go up and you say croissant, if you say croissant, you say croissant, croissant. If you say pale or chocolate, my man, you are fucked. You are so. You're done. You're, you're done. done. You're Don't done. even go until there. Don't go back. Don't go back. You are done. You are finished. Walali, you are Walali, you are finished. <laughs> right? So here's the thing. If you look at what you know men and women look for until then, it's completely different, right? We we build through this. And and we drill deeper into what they actually look for. It's actually fucked up. Because there are a lot of women who look for height. I mean we all we all in the six feet mm. club here. Yeah, it doesn't matter. You know, if, you're, if you're if you if you're a short king, Ray Mysterio. <laughs> you see Ray Mysterio. Ray Mysterio is Ray Mysterio. just for context. Ray, Ray Mysterio, Ray Mysterio shaking his head would be said. Ray Mysterio. If you're a short king, it's okay. He's the, it's the okay. ultimate underdog. It's, you're an underdog, but it's fine. You can make it up because you'd be happy to know that men and women also look for a ethnic background, religious belief occupation and political affiliation shout out anti-vax <laughs> you end up checking Joe Rogan 
If you go to your bio and you have Christian Mingle. Dude, and, and you know what's funny? You, you laugh at it. But a large percentage of people on dating apps have stated that they look for vaccination status as an important indicator for potential matches. That's interesting. That's interesting. I mean, internal beliefs is definitely... It's definitely one thing that I would look at. But I don't know if I would look okay. at Vax. Like, Vax is a bit... Booker T. No, listen, Booker T. You know. What are you looking you at? You know. Listen, Booker T. Come on, at the end of the day, you know. Secret code, man. If you Vax, you probably Vax. No? <laughs> yeah, there's no correlation. There's no correlation. I, I think there has there is a correlation. There's a correlation. There's definitely a correlation. But I mean, if I if I look like what what I'm looking for, essentially any girl that that comes that says um, here looking for friends on Tinder, that's a left. That's a that's an immediate left swipe. The f- mm. the fuck do you mean, man? This is Tinder. This is, you're not looking for mates. Go go on Facebook if you want to find friends. This is this is a dating app. You should be here looking for people to date, right? That's an immediate left for me. Go get a dog. What if she just moved to the city? Sorry? You know, look, she, what if she's genuinely looking for friends, Bukashi? What if she wants so a friend why, in the WWE why like are you? you? Why are you on yeah, Tinder but looking for mates? Uh, any guy. Where else could she find mates? Any guy nah. that's. Any guy that's. Dude, maybe she just moves to the city and she, right. she wants you to show her the set. Any guy that swipes right on you and says, like, yeah, I'm also looking for friends. Newsflash, lying. Definitely not. That's not that's not what they're looking for. <laughs> <laughs> you know, here's the thing, and, and Rick Flair will say this with a straight face. The sheer amount of women that have low hookups in their bio and at eleven PM at night when she gets a whiff of that fragrance that you're wearing. And you know, things start happening. It's it's incredible. Uh, look, it is a filter. That's it, CR7. Yeah. The brute. <laughs> the brute that, that old spice. That old spice. <laughs> that, <laughs> the old spice. That axe. The axe. When she realizes, oh my goodness, you know, wow. This man is, he's, he's made me laugh. And, and you know, it's underrated. We talk about all the physical attributes, you know, having a big, big, uh, you know, having a rich forester jawline, big uh, LBA player, be good at 30 seconds. But, um, and you know, the horrible thing is... Being the heartbreak listen, kid. you don't want to... It's being good at 30 seconds and then it's lasting 30 seconds, right? So you're going to just choose your battles. But we we understate the importance of a good sense of humor, dressing well, smelling fresh. Like, I, just fucking get into the shower. Like, don't do this. I, again, I'll call out a specific demographic here for just being allergic to having a bath all the time. Hollywood celebrities, you guys have seen that. All the unseasoned folks. I mean, what is it with these guys not wanting to fucking have a shower, right? If you're going to go on a date, generally women put a lot of effort in. She's doing, trust me, she's doing a lot to get there. The least you can do is put oh, yeah. on a shirt that's behind. The very least. At the very <laughs> least, you know, smell decent. At the very least, don't go to the date and be fucking watching the Arsenal game on your phone. Because guess what? At the end of the night, you're going to lose twice. These are fine. And then, and, and then it's just, you know, it's... It, it's, it, there's no dignity in crying at the dinner table. None. And, I, and also, look, I know that I've been victim of this a few times, but it's, it's, it's been on like third dates that I'll start doing this. 
we gotta we, 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 we gotta we gotta start rocking we gotta stop rocking football jerseys to dates we, we need to stop oh my god no, geeks this is to to the to the to especially shout out to the to the brown guys in Durban, <laughs> particularly who go to a fucking weddings with their right geeks shirts like oh dude I'll, you know what unless you're working for Vobatel, you shouldn't have anything dealing with gigs on your shirt I... like guys Fix it. Aye. That's the kind of. Aye. Aye. Listen, low football shirts. I know you might think, ah, oh, we are out there as Madison. And imagine you're wearing a fucking Obebe Young shirt, man. An old shirt. You still wearing an Arsenal Obebe Young shirt. <laughs> like, guys, stop it. Stop it. Fix yourself. Leave it in the past. Leave it in the past. Take yourself over to Zara. Get yourself, you know, get yourself something that fits you well. It's just a play. You can never go wrong with a plain white or a plain black tee. You really can't. Yeah. It fits. It will fit with most outfits and so on. But you need to leave United fans. Your team is not good enough anymore for you to be rocking those shirts on dates. It's. It doesn't. It doesn't work. It doesn't work. We need to end it. Hmm. From top four to four play. Teams are in a bad place. Relegation battle. That's what your date, your love life's gonna look like if you wear a football shirt on a date. And, and here's the thing. Oh, a collared shirt. Get a shirt with a fucking collar. It doesn't have a pocket on it, for fuck's sake. I don't know, you're wearing a shirt with a pocket. What are you, what putting, are you putting in the pocket? Are you an engineer? What are you putting are, in are the pocket? Are you work? Why do you are need you, a pocket in your shirt? Are you an engineer on site? Do you put pens in your shirt? Are you going to walk to a fucking date with a pen in your shirt? And be like, hey, yeah, you just write on the ball. Like, but I, I need you, to, what are you doing? I need to lob a question to you guys quickly. Because we said that we were going to help guys out. And I think we've helped them out in terms of understanding how the algorithm works and how to get yourself the match a lot better. I think, I think we've covered that, right? Now, what's the opening line? How do you how do you slide in them DMs? You've got the match. The girl's interested. How how do you how do you approach? Well, I mean, you can be no. honest with her. Just tell her that you you really you know my finger slipped. <laughs> I mean, that's probably the most likely outcome, right, Bukaji? Or. Uh... Uh... I mean, look, that's one way. No, look, and I mean, <laughs> look, the thing is, the thing is, you know, you know what my, my, my grandfather used to always say to me, you can catch flies with honey, but you catch more honeys being fly. Hey. And so the thing is, my guys, gents, ladies, you know, be put in, Put in some effort, you know, take a look at the person's profile. Ask something context specific. If they are there in Cape Town and you all, you know, everyone takes that same photo at VNA Waterfront with the with Table Mountain at the back. That very same one, we all have it. Ask them, when were you in Cape Town? I also like boats. You know, even me, I like, I like hiking. I don't know, guys, like put in some effort. This high, this generic pickup line, do better. Right. Be better. So elevate yourself. I, I like that. And Ric Flair is gonna come in with some proper hacks here. Ric Flair sits for thousands of fucking matches, also because he is Ric Flair. But here's the thing. Let, let, let me give you some cold, hard hitting and 
advice here to will on dating apps. Number one, good looking women know they're fucking good looking. They know they're good looking, right? You're not, you swipe, you're sending an opening message saying, oh, you are so good looking. I mean, every fucking guy is probably saying the same thing, opening up with a compliment. And then, you know what? I'm not saying insult women. I, I'm not. That pickup artist shit doesn't work. It's fucked up. It's by insults. Don't do that. Don't go out and insult women. Don't, don't ever bring a woman's confidence down. Don't, all of that shit is, it's not just toxic. It's stupid. It's dumb. It's fucking juvenile behavior. That fresh and, that fresh and fit. That, you know, the, those guys, what are they called? Fresh, fresh and fit. Those two guys who, the two, the two black, the two black guys who said they'll never, they'll never, they'll never date black women. Those guys. Don't do what those guys do. Don't do what those guys do. Those those guys are definitely getting no play. You're getting no play by insulting Nothing. women. You're getting, you'll never get anywhere by being a by pretending you're a bad guy. When you're not a fucking bad guy, you're sitting here watching reruns of Dora the Explorer on on, on, on on Netflix. So you're not a bad guy. Don't pretend. Pasa, you're, not, you're not a bad guy. You'll never be a fucking. If someone pulls out a gun in a bar fight, you, you're not a bad guy. You're the type of guy to close the fridge door with your hips. Right? You're the kind of guy to lick your finger and turn a page in a book. You're not a fucking bad guy. Stop pretending to be a bad guy. Right? So here's the thing you gotta understand that good looking women know they're good looking. You focus the conversation on stuff in their profile. Con- fo- focus the co- have a normal conversation. Right? Have a be a decent human being. Have a good conversation. Here's the thing: the longer the conversation runs on a dating app, the lower your possibility of ending up on a date with someone. That's true. Right? Get the longer the why? app ASAP. Get get out the app as soon as you fucking can. Right? And that can be anywhere from one message to ten messages. Get off the app. The best way to win on Tinder is to get off Tinder. I'm gonna say that again, so it sinks in. The best way to get off Tinder is to get off Tinder, <laughs> right? The best, the best way to win on Tinder is to get off Tinder, <laughs> right? But but here's why. Yeah. Number one, the moment you're on, the longer she's on the app, she also has a very good pool of opportunities. And trust me, the men, there's nothing that, in my experience, that I found. You know, women on, on dating apps uh, respect or, or prefer that a guy who's decisive, a guy who's consistent, and a guy who is respectful, right? And that's in the opposite order because it's, it's respectful, number one, number two, it's decisive, and number three, it's, um, you know, intentional. But you got to go out in that chat and have, there's no game plan, there's no bro call, there's a fuck all. It's you want to meet this person. Be intentional, right? Don't lead a person on and you know up front whether or not you're going to lead a person on, where you're going to get to. Have a conversation and say, hey, let's meet in a public space. Whether it's going for coffee, you don't have to do a fancy date up front, whatever the fuck you decide, get off the app. The longer you stay on the app, the more your chances are. You, you, you're going to self-destruct. She's going to look at other options. You know, all the guys in the DMs are there to be reply guys. They don't have any game plan. They don't have any intent. They're just there to say, hey, how good morning text. They, and you know what? Those guys will send good morning texts till their fucking dicks fall off. Until they're 80 years old. Because they don't have what it takes to be decisive. That's what happens when you turn 80. that's what happens when you dick falls off. You don't... They, yeah. There's this lack in this day and age of men who are decisive and are consistent. 
Because you know what? Any woman who's been on a dating app will tell you the worst thing that happens. Things start off strong, and then all of a sudden it fuzzles out, and then someone gets ghosted. Yeah. Why? Because guys yeah. aren't consistent. Worse, guys aren't decisive. I mean, if you are a guy who says, fuck it, I'll pick you up at seven. Be ready. This is where we're going. This is the game plan. Say it respectfully. Give her an option. Obviously, it's not, you know, fucking, yeah. you're, you're not putting out a demand. But make a plan. Make a fucking reservation. A number of times I've been like, I was a bartender in my past life, by the way, Rick Flair. And the number of times as a, as a bartender, you see a guy go there, he looks confused. He doesn't even know what the fuck he wants to order as a drink. How can you come to a bar with a good-looking woman? And Rick Flair used to always take the numbers of these good-looking women on bad dates because they deserve better. But how can you go on a date? And then realize, I don't know what I want to order. It's like, what do you want to have? And then you're paging through the menu. Like, oh, I don't have a fucking go to just be decisive. Be decisive. Be consistent. Get off the app. Golden rules. Slam dunk. You have to. You have to. You have to. Rick. Booker. We've been talking about the guy's perspective. What about the banker ex-baddies? What about the woman's perspective? What? What what do women need to think about? What should the approach be? I mean, guys are easy, man. I mean, that that's, that shouldn't be too difficult. You're asking Booker T. You're, why are you asking? You're asking fucking Booker T. Guys are easy. You're asking Booker T. Booker T's down bad. My man's a jobber. Look, this man is this man is the one thing. The one thing that I would say is just just you need to. Just be safe. Like this is this is SA after all. Um, don't go meeting people at their houses for the first link up or anything like that. Those yeah. those are things that you have to keep in mind. But I, I just think first and foremost, I, I I always quite like it if a if a girl shoots you a message first. It's actually you know it's, it's a surprising change of pace. Yeah, uh, yeah. It's a power. It's, it's nice. It's, you're just like oh, okay, she's really done. She's really about it. Um, I, I quite I quite enjoy that, and I also think just just yeah, take take photos. Uh, show you know, don't have like one or two photos. But have one or, have more than one or two photos because the thing I, I look at it, if I look at someone's profile and I see one or two photos, the first thing that I think about to myself is these photos are very old. This is when you you still at your peak or something like that, and you've fallen off. Now that's why there's only two photos of you. Um, I mean, yeah, you know, just, just show an array of pictures, have a bit of a personality, send, yeah. send the first message every now and then don't make the first message. Hey, like do put a little bit of effort in that, That's the thing about Bumble. You know, the goal, the goal shoots first on Bumble yeah. and the amount of times I've just gotten a, Hey, and I'm just like, what the, that's so bland. Like it, it's so, so, so boring. Why would you, you know, that? there is nothing worse, nothing in the world than you match with somebody and then you ask, hello, how are you? And you get good. What are you up to? Yeah. Nothing much. And now this is not a conversation. This is a questionnaire. I'm asking questions. Now I feel like I'm an investigative journalist. Ladies, please, please, please contribute to the conversation. You know, it's okay to ask a probing question here or there. It's okay to give a prompt, but please you know, some, some of the fellas are lacking. You know, they don't have the conversational skills. Meet them halfway. You know, try. Try a little. Because me, I don't want to have an interview on a dating app. 
And many, many gens feel the same way. No, 100%. And, uh, you know, your opening line, you can easily pick out anything, any interest, and tailor it. Don't use the same, the worst thing you can do is use the same copy-paste cover letter type openers. Like, did let's you, play did you, let's, Every yeah, time. let's play a game. What are you, fucking jigsaw? <laughs> is this one of the, you're out of the Saw franchise. Because you say, let's play a game. She's like, do you say, let's play a game. She's hearing or reading, let's play a game. <laughs> like, what are you, you? Are you the fucking Riddler? Are you the Joker? And please stop opening with guess something. I mean, Booker T has a guessing game, but who are you, the fucking Riddler? Riddle be this. It has to be different. Like, it has to be different to what other people are sending her. Not many people are asking her to play a game. No, listen, I, my, my, my favorite and go-to thing is most, a lot of very good-looking women love brunch and they have alcohol problems. And you just pick out a couple of places early on and you're like, hey, you know what? You pick, yes, yes, three brunch options. Bang. You see, Keen. The chances that she says, no, and here's the thing, every woman loves food. I, I mean, most women. I, if you meet a woman that doesn't like food, you... you Rick, you, Rick, 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 Rick Flair is telling us to take it to all in place. That's what Rick Flair is telling us, essentially. No, not even, <laughs> not even. Not, yeah, if you want to go to all in place, go to all But also, you want to pick a location where the other Tinder dates you've gone to, uh, you haven't taken them there, right? It's the worst thing you walk in and the waiter and everyone's like, hey, you again. And you're like, fuck's sake, man. Oaks. Like, dude, don't. Like, I hate it. It's, it's horrible because now he's like, hey, you again. And like, how do you know you? And you're like, yeah, I own the place. This is a lie. Let's try to do something. I am Mr. Olive. <laughs> My partner is Mr. Plate. <laughs> but fucking, you, you listen. At the end of the day, everyone loves to eat. And, and I, I mean, I'm sure you're listening to the broadcast right now you also love to eat uh isn't that but isn't that isn't that a difficult one though but um eating because what happens if the date is going terribly and now you have to wait for the mains to arrive isn't that wouldn't a wouldn't a drink be better no no no. i'm not even saying my guy did you no, make no, sure no, you no, order no, nice no. food see, i'm not even saying a fancy date like no you have to go and pull out the fucking uh dw on date one date one should always be a tester because Date one, you don't even know if you'd be catfish, right? So you don't want to incur heavy capex <laughs> and then get to a date and be like, oh, fuck. Now I'm down. Now I'm, gonna, now I'm in a bad space, right? So you do a- anything that's a public meeting. I agree. You don't want to be offering up people to come over to your Baldwin estate and then she can't find your unit because you live with 14,000 other people. That's a bad space to be, right? And then, and then you have to give her a code and then you have to give her another code. Yeah. And then your toilet doesn't flush. <laughs> and then your roommate comes out and he's like, yeah, you guys, you guys don't get to watch Netflix here. And he sits on the couch with you. The, the, you know? the, the, I, I always prefer a drink. To... I prefer a drink, first one, because it can be one drink or if you no. actually do end up enjoying the person's time, then, then you can go for a, for a dinner or something afterwards. But, but oof, food, because yeah. I've, oh man, I've been on some... I've been on some shocker dates, some shocker dates, and you just there, just being like, "My guy, please just get this food out here so I can eat and bounce." Look, we 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 nah, but look at you. Yeah. Look within yourself. I, look I within, may be the problem. Look yeah. within yourself. Uh, why are you not? Why are you not it's conducting good conversation? Man. It's hard. Sometimes, some, sometimes <laughs> you are speaking to like a brick wall. Sometimes, sometimes people out there just have. Zero zero personality. I, I like to think that I can speak about pretty much anything, right? I could talk for a very very long period of time, as you guys know. 
because some, sometimes it's just it's give and take though man you yeah. can't you can't just no I, I agree I agree but look I think between food and drinks you sure. are going to win especially if it's a little like when I say food I mean you go to a little patisserie or bakery or whatever fuck you want to do right? like somewhere nice somewhere you can go yeah. have a slice of cake uh, a slice yeah. of cake and yeah. and, and- and and listen rick you you're touching on a really important point and that is you know you don't need you don't necessarily need to go excessively expensive to create a good impression you know a lot of and and i've seen this mistake happen a lot of times where people spend excessively because they think the money is going to mask their personality or they think they're going to impress their partner please you know if you can't afford something don't do it but at the same time be creative you know it's exactly like you said a really nice piece of cake at a, at, at a nice patisserie is hey, patisserie. You know, is a lot less expensive I'm a fucking pan of chocolate pan of chocolate i'm saying here yeah you know uh, it's a lot it's a lot more cost effective than a couple thousand rands on a dinner and a couple thousand rands on a dinner every time just to get rejected Guys, that's don't, not that's not good financial. Don't listen to the Twitter. Don't decisions. listen to the Twitter opinions on this. No one is dropping two k on first dates, man. If people if people say that they don't want to go on a date unless it's two k first date, they're lying, right? No one's dropping that kind of cash. Go on a dip. Don't go on a date with and them. Here's the thing: if somebody's you're not tell the you fucking Tinder swindler, right? And, and, and the, you you're out here, and let's talk about it because it's quite important. What's peaked in 1928? 2008 and last year during periods of financial and economic distress scams financial scams peak why people are desperate people need money they're willing to believe anything and there's no better platform for financial scams like dating apps so someone swipes on you because they see this lifestyle that you're projecting but it also sends a negative or artificial impression because hologram poverty right you're going broke chasing a lifestyle that doesn't exist you are not your instagram you're not so people are going out on a date you're setting a precedent people want to date you and all of a sudden people are starting you will attract women and attract men or partners that are attracted to you for a lifestyle and it sets a terrible precedent because now you're forced to maintain that lifestyle because they look at you and they're like, hey, all your profile pictures, you had yachts and supercars and Clifton mansions, but now, you know, you're taking me to uh, yeah. back to your place and you're sharing an uh, apartment with three other guys and one guy sleeping on the floor with a kettle plugged in, like, you know. Yeah, and... And and you know you paid two thousand rands to talk to me, and now and now you're taking me, you know now I, I have need. I'll take you to KFC. And then, and then be like whatever. And then you call them. There's nothing wrong with KFC. I buy all the KFC when you show that you can't provide the lifestyle that they're expecting, but that's the only thing that you drew them in on. So what exactly? Exactly. Everybody's out there saying things. Booker T, everyone's out there like, ah, oh, slay queens, ah, oh, but this is these women are gold diggers. Mate, you out there washing your hands with champagne at the club because you have the personality of a fucking bath sponge. You have the IQ that's room temperature and you have nothing else to offer except your racks. And even those racks are taken from 
spaces that you didn't learn yourself. So look, at the end of the day, guys are quick to villainize women and talk shit about, ah, but they're chasing me for my money. But here's the thing. We live in a poor country. Chances are you don't have money. Be honest with yourself. No, you can't. You, you do it. You're out here villainizing women about money that you don't have. Like, first you gotta have money before you say women are gonna be gold diggers. I mean, I, I honestly think there's conversation as some guy who's, I've been a rich man, I've been a poor man, right? I'm, well, I'm, can I still say I'm a poor man so I don't have my DMs flooded right now? And I don't have SARS after me? Look, you, you 100% right, Bukachi. Men set the precedent and they attract mm-hmm. women based on a certain lifestyle and then they get pissed off because Oh, uh, why aren't you laughing at my jokes? So you're not telling me I'm good looking because you have no fucking jokes and you are you're not, you're good, not looking. good looking. You look like you got you're hit not by good a, looking. That's you look why like, you look like you got hit by a jabby shuttle and you expect lines and tails to be around you, mate. Be honest with your fucking self. I mean, if you are surrounding yourselves with baddies and you know you look like you know you got hit by a bus, you can't now get sad because. You know, when the money runs out, you know, you're not getting affection. You're buying affection. And you got to be honest with yourself. Right. Best tell the story. Booker T, hit us. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'll leave my boy's name out of this because I know he's going to listen to this. But but I have to tell this story because it's absolutely hilarious. Um, so back when we were at university, I have a, I have a good friend of mine um, who, who went on a Tinder date, right? It was getting towards the end of the month, so you know how it goes as students. Few too many nights in Claremont, uh, and and the boy, the boy was a little low on cash. Um, so the but the but the girl is just like super keen to link up and everything. So she says, "Yeah, you know, me and my friends are gonna head out. You should come out with us." So he agrees, and she comes to pick him up from Res, and uh, look, she was driving, but it was very very dark and two of her friends were in the car so he gets into the car sitting behind the driver's seat hasn't really seen her at this point right and her photos and everything she looks fresh she looks very very good and so on but but he hasn't seen her yet in person so they get into the car they drive over to a place she stays in this really 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 nice um uh like it's like a mansion in in uh, bantry bay so girls girls loaded um he hops out the car and my boy is my boy is not the tallest i'd say he's like one meter six Mm, roughly he's short king short king he gets out and he says that this girl is like six two and huge nothing compared to her photos whatsoever he's been catfished in a dire 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 way right now like it's bad 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 catfish right and the girl is way taller than him big big girl as well right so you know he's a little bit he's a little bit upset that he's been catfished and whatnot but now he's in bantry bay and he hasn't have cash so he can't he can't get home <laughs> at this point <laughs> so, so he has to he has to ride it out like so they they go and he's just like they start having pre-drinks he's like cool i'm just gonna get hammered whatever night continues and and they go out they go back to her place afterwards the friends leave them now it's just him and this girl and she says like yeah you know i'm too drunk to to drive but i'll i'll take you home i'll take you home tomorrow so he has to spend the night at this girl's place and he is despite all the drinks he's still not at that he still he still hasn't consumed enough to 
to, to, to get to that point of what I'm sure she wanted to happen. So so he just gets in he he has a few more drinks so that he gets into bed and when she realizes that she's not gonna be able to hook up with him, she big spoons him <laughs> throughout the no. night. No. So this guy had to be the little spoon. <laughs> he just had to wait it out until the morning so that he could get home. Um, and that and that that one was I think I, I couldn't even go go on a Tinder date for like a few months after hearing that he was so scarred, bro. He was so 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 scarred. Uh, even now, when he tells that story, you can just see the pain in his eye. The man became a small. Listen, the best of the story. I have to hit you with this. I went out on a date, drinks day. Sand dick, sand dick. Oh, sand dick in the winter, oh. boy. My boy, oh, never mind. You spend the hundred and fifty bucks for a double, like you know. What I mean, you, you, you spend hundred fifty bucks for a double whiskey at least. But the little fires and the set up, my goodness! If you don't execute, like, on, uh, you don't like make a good impression on sand deck, then you're never gonna make a good impression anyway, right? So, I took this. This 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 baddie out we out on, on the terrace, chatting stuff like this. Hey, now you know Rick Play only operates within the eight point five to ten bracket, so it was a given. You know, proper baddie, good conversation, dropping his dad jokes in there. The, the table next to me, there was a guy who was also on the date. You could tell because he was trying hard. Mm. And over the course of the date, you could see that his date became more, less interested, more disinterested. And she was looking at her phone, texting, and you can kind of tell things weren't going well. But Rick Flair's on form. Hey, Lister. 16 time world champion. Nature MVP. boy. Hey, man. God. You know what I mean? Like, God I mean, down listen, Rick Flair was out there. He's out. Pulling out Tiger Sweden suit, smelling good. Young beard trim. Man, there's a peak form. Here's form. Kiss huh? flying. Kiss stealing. Wheeling dealing. Woo! There we go. And you know what? The date next to me. She goes to the bathroom. And she goes to the bathroom. And five minutes goes, ten minutes goes, twenty minutes later she didn't come back. Now unless oh, no. unless unless you know she had a she had a, she had a unfortunate She had something she situation. needs to get out of her system. <laughs> she wasn't coming back and he realized this. Now Ric Flair was on form and Ric Flair was dropping absolute gems. And this man stayed at the next table, and he laughed at every joke that Rick Flair made. <laughs> <laughs> and listen, I, I have to be honest. I mean, I usually play shit cool, no matter what happens. But there was one time in my life that I was disarmed. I wasn't sure. I mean, this guy stayed and he laughed at jokes. He laughed harder than my date was laughing. And she started noticing <laughs> But this guy stayed, and I was like, I was a stand-up fucking comic. The guy stood there, he drank his drink. Every time I made a joke, he started laughing. At... I was concerned. I was disturbed. I, I wasn't. I wasn't flattered. So you know, I, I, I to, uh, yeah, 
I had to take my date. I had to take my date back uh, somewhere safe. But uh, it was the first time in my life that I've ever been on a date and someone, you know, I ended up impressing more than one person. That, that's my <laughs> date story. HBK, Rick Flair, you know, this is your best Tinder story. Oh, wow. Okay, so this is from many, many years ago. You know, um, so there was this girl that matched with her on the apps. And so, you know, I say to her, okay, you know what? The Heartbreak Kid's going to show you a good time. You know, we're going we're gonna to go to the finest, the finest steakhouse a, a first year CA trainee can afford. So I take her to this beautiful steakhouse. And then she says to me, I'm vegan. And so Ooh. now, and she says, and she goes on into this, you know, this five minute discussion about how it's a moral issue to eat meat and how, you know, it's unethical, it's unconscionable, should even be illegal. And so now, yeah, now, you know, Shawn Michaels, he loves a good, he loves a good uh, leg of lamb, you know, those, those roast potatoes <clears throat> that, you know, maybe a little bit of chips on the side, some, some, cream, some cream spinach, some of that butternut. And now Shawn Michaels finds himself in a difficult situation and he does the worst thing he could ever do in that situation. He says to her, as an act of solidarity, I too won't eat meat this evening. So now Shawn no. Michaels finds himself ordering three sides as his main because he doesn't want a soya burger. So now he's out there smashing the onion rings, the cream spinach, the butternut. Hey, but now this comrade that I am with, so she's not, she's not South African. And so I knew that she was not South African. And, she's, and you know, she had recently moved. But now she just starts trashing the Republic. She just starts speaking ill of the people. She keeps saying, I want to go back to London. I hate it here. I'm miserable. I'm unhappy. And now I too am miserable and unhappy because I'm eating butternut as my main. Oh, but now the problem is that she's a baddie. And now I'm trying to make this work. I'm trying to salvage it. And you know, Sean, they call, they call me Sean Michaels. But you know, they also call me Oprah Winfrey because I'm the queen of talk. You know, I'm, I'm laying down the law. I'm connecting. But meanwhile, I'm seeing this fundamental issues here. But anyway, I power through, I persevere. The first date goes well. We go off and I'm thinking to myself, I need to just let this fizzle out. I go to work the following Monday. I'm telling one of my colleagues, you know, and then this colleague says to me, my cousin has also recently moved from the UK. And now I'm thinking to myself, this person to whom I went on a date has the same surname as this colleague. And I'm putting two and two together. It finds out, it, I find out this person's actually the cousin of my colleague. And she had told the colleague about the date. It's a small world. It's a small world. So now I feel under pressure because now she's mess messaging me, WhatsApping me, saying, let's go on another date. So now I, I say, you know what? I'm going to persevere here. You know, there's one thing about Shawn Michaels. He entered the Royal Rumble at the number one spot and went on to win it. Twice. There's one thing about Shawn Michaels. He's got perseverance. He can fight through a difficult situation. So I say, okay, let's go on a date again. My guy, we, and this time I say brunch, you know? 
and I make sure I, I'm not playing this vegetarian game, this vegan game. So we go to this thing and I say, small world, you know, I work with so-and-so. And then what does this comrade do? She goes on to start telling me about how much she doesn't like this colleague of mine, her cousin. Mm. How unpleasant this person wow. is. She starts wow. complaining. This girl's problems are many, dude. Wow. This girl's problems are many. Dark. She complains about everything. Yeah. The, at that point, I realized th- this, this comrade has more red flags, flags than the Pacific Islands. I need to abort. And... Uh, and you know, I, 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 that, that, that was the end of it. You know, I had a lovely meal and I, uh, I excused myself and, uh, I just, I stayed far away. But it's a, it's a lesson that, you know, if things, if things don't smell right, you know, it's okay to cut the cord. Just be respectful. Have a conversation, which is what I did. She took it badly, but, uh, I just had a conversation and said, you know, I don't think things are working out. I wish you well on your plans to immigrate. I hope your relationship with your cousin stabilizes. You know, I hope that at some point in the consider you will, in the future, you will consider protein or meat-based diet. But I wish you all the best in your future endeavors. Wow. She, you know, all I took from the story is this woman had beef with her cousin. Oof. <laughs> all, all I took from this is that HBK, the day she went on, was a big mistake. And he... My boy, my boy was down bad, so he went on another one. Oh, you went, went on another one. My God. But you know what? It raises it's such an interesting point around technology versus in-person connections, right? Because we meet people on a virtual platform. We don't know who they are until you look them in the eye. And particularly in the age of COVID where people are locked down and they can't get any cocked down. I mean... You're basically rolling the dice on someone based on a virtual persona. And if you know anything about social media, you know it's a highlight reel. You know it's the glossy stuff. You know it's the basic, um, you know, the best ingredients out of the dish. It's not who people really are. People aren't posting their debt score, their credit scores. People aren't posting the debt that they yield. People aren't posting their bad moments. So effectively, you're always in a situation where you overshoot and people overpromise and they underdeliver. And that's not because people underdeliver, it's because your expectations of people haven't been managed, right? And you have expectations of people that never materialize. And if you watch the Tilda Swindler, I mean, the woman said she believes in fairy tales. And that sums it up beautifully because it shows you that people believe in this perfect situation, this perfect ending, and they're constantly on this chase to find that perfection that doesn't exist. Similarly, people are spending money to live lives that don't exist. People are going out there to get surgery, to get bodies and faces that also don't exist, that have been face tuned or, you know, surgically um, enhanced to look a certain way. So you're basically living in this illusion where everything you're spending and all the money that you're putting into this game doesn't exist. And it's the gamification of this culture. I think whether you look at Betway, Tilda, Instagram, Robin Hood. Our entire generation is defined by these tiny hits of dopamine that keep reeling us back in this toxic reward loop, like mice on crack, right? And the gamification of money and social validation just means it's easy to overlook the tangible risk because reality is blurred. And now you have the metaverse and AI bots and programmed chat machines 
And we are on this constant roulette of gamification, whether it's microtransactions on FIFA, whether it's buying points on Tilda, whether it's getting a free stock on Robinhood, we are hooked to the small wheels to the point where we actually lose ourselves not being able to chase the big wheels. That's true. That's true. I think it's, uh, it's just chasing that high, as you said, over and over again. And it's, it can get dangerous. Uh, I think with this metaverse and whatnot that's coming up, it, it probably will get dangerous at some point. Yeah, and I think, you know, if you are, as many, many of our listeners are, you know, an attractive young person and you have this app that opens up a world of potential of people that validate that attractiveness, you know, and you know you're a few swipes away from somebody being interested in you romantically. It is very easy to fall into the trap of relying on that little dopamine hit for your validation. Because whenever you're feeling a little bit down, you know, you go on there and somebody finds you attractive. Whenever somebody ghosts you, you go and match with somebody and you ghost them and you kind of feel a bit better about it. And it can be such a dangerous, unhealthy thing. And the only way you can get around it is to be very deliberate and very clear about what you are looking for in technology, what aspect of your life this thing is improving, what a good partner looks like to you and what you are looking for so you can evaluate people against that and you can find it. Because if you don't know what you're looking for, you will never find it and you'll get addicted to looking. Yeah. Stop being a hamster on the fucking wheel. At some point, you just got to unplug. Ask yourself, why are you on the data here? And if you, you know, the metaverse and all of these tools are going to help people escape from life, which is very difficult. But oftentimes, it's more diff- it ends up being more difficult the longer you don't deal with your problems, right? You can't get away from them. It's like getting, and we see this all the time, you're getting into debt. You're just dropping bottles all the time. You want to impress people that don't know you. Strangers on social media. You're posting your fucking tax return. You're posting your salary slip. You're posting. These are strangers. These are people you don't know. People that will scroll past you, your post, and they won't engage with it. You're out there. You want to get the expensive house to post the keys. You want to get a really expensive whoop so you can show people you own a German car. You want to go and pop bottles or wash your hands with champagne to show people you have a bit of cash. But you know what? Once the retweets dry up, once the likes dry up, once the timeline refreshes, you chilling at the end of the month with that 4K bill that you're paying in installments because you wanted to wash your hands in the club and everyone let you with the tab. And you know what? It's when you sit there and you're going to face yourself, it's only going to be you. The, the journey to this life of living extravagantly and beyond your means is lonely. Because you know what? All of the dopamine gets exhausted very quickly and short-lived. And you never want to get to the point where you're chasing a bigger and bigger high. So you're just taking on more and more risks. You're spending more and more money. And you know what? Eventually you get caught out and you get you start trending on Twitter because they find out that you scam people on a Ponzi scheme on Instagram, selling them dresses from Eastern Europe that never arrived. Final closeout. HBK, what do you have to say about swiping right? Guys, like anything in life, 
relationships have become a business and it's become commoditized. And so whenever you use a platform that is free and you can't tell what you're paying for, you're paying with your data, you're paying with your energy, you're paying with your attention, you're paying with your emotions. And so never forget the true cost and never forget what you're what what you are giving up in exchange for what you're getting. I mean, I think I think what's what's needed to be said has been said. I, I think the only thing that I would emphasize is I know we've told a lot of jokes today, but just be safe out there. Um, we live in a very dangerous country. There's a lot of sickos out there on the on the on the streets. So when you're going to meet someone that you don't know, share your location, share their details with a friend of yours make sure that they know exactly where you're going even if you want to share your you know like live location while you're there um don't let anyone uber you or drive to your place and know where you live on a first date just suss them out first yeah i mean it's it's a dangerous world out there so just be safe 100 i think you know the big takeaway from this is just realize that you know there's an entire commercial machine and there's a juggernaut that profits off human emotions and irrationality and it packages and bottles up emotion to artificially create hits of dopamine all the time that aren't actually real. It's just there to milk that little part of your brain all the time to, to commercialize it. And if you look at a platform or product or you know any site that you use, if you don't know what the product is, you're the product, right? Whether it's your data, whether it's your emotions, whether it's your behavior, the fact that you're on the platform and you're not buying anything, you're paying for something. So I think let's just be hyper aware of it from time to time, unplug, reset, recalibrate. Remember that all of this is just pixels on the screen. And at the end of the day, it's most important to just have a space where you're able to connect with yourself and live, you know, with a high degree of authenticity. So yeah, stay safe, avoid the commercial juggernaut, and unplug. That's all we gotta say for Bank Bros Monster episode, Monster Couple episodes. Let's keep it out there. Let's get back to number one on the podcast charts. <laughs> Until next week. Signing out, Laburo Uno. <laughs> can't wait, can't wait. And don't pay to play. Don't Stop pay to shit. play. Stop this shit. Hit the music. No music to hit. The music will come. <laughs>